Conversations with professionals for professionals in the laundry and linen services industry. This is the American Laundry News Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Editor Matt Poe, and on this episode, we'll be taking a deeper look into automation and laundry and linen services with Brian Palacek. Brian is the CEO of EcoBright Linen in Skokie, Illinois. EcoBright is a commercial healthcare laundry focused on serving the post-acute, long-term, skilled nursing care industry. Brian used his professional background and industry research to make EcoBright a technologically advanced operation with many automated processes. Brian, thanks so much for joining us by phone today. My pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity, Matt. So starting out, tell the listeners, how did you become such an advocate for laundry automation? So uh, my background is pretty varied and uh, spent a bunch of years in um, in uh, consulting engineering, design, energy efficiency, and I've always had a fascination for all things, uh, you know, high-tech and automatic. Uh, when I got involved in the um, in the laundry industry, uh, this is going back about five years, uh, one of the things that I noticed is that laundry as an, as a um, as an industry is you know significantly behind you know some of the leading um, sectors in in, uh, in manufacturing industrial uh, industrial processes if you look at uh, automotive um, food production logistics they're really leading the uh, pack in automation and laundry is lagging behind a lot of it is because of the uh, sheer size of laundry operations it's a lot easier to run a uh, um, a new automatic production line in a uh, you know in a food production plant um, than it is in a uh, in a laundry system. And uh, one of the biggest, I would say, attractions for me to get into the industry was that opportunity of uh, bringing in uh, additional automation. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit more about your operation and how you went about automating it. Okay, so um, when I was, um, you know, in the uh, early stages of the uh, of the planning, uh, you know, I was looking at processes and it started uh, started with a lot of questions: is why can't uh, we automate uh, uh, sorting? Why can't uh, there be a uh, you know fully automatic folding, inventory management, uh, you know? And I did a lot of research, um, found out what's available, and I said, okay, with what what is available, let's see what can we do to really um, streamline the process. The uh, one of the big things that I did. Um, was focused on the inventory management, um, which is traditional laundry was you you uh, in a bulk in a bulk process you weigh your stuff going out you weigh your stuff coming in and uh, make assumptions about everything. And, um, I was thinking, okay, we need a little more control over this, so we decided to utilize um, RFID technology. So every uh, every garment of ours uh, is what I like to refer to as uh, smart linen. Every garment of ours has a uh, has an RFID uh, chip in it. Okay, um, a unique has a unique ID. So your your sheets, your towels, uh, gowns, each one is um, identified uniquely by this um, it's a UHF ultra high frequency uh, radio tag. Um, that gives us the ability to manage the tracking of that item both inside the um, inside the uh, laundry plant as well as outside at the customer. So if you look at it from the inside, when items come in, all you do is you walk them through uh, the dock and they get scanned as they come in. It identifies what's in there, and system knows where it came from because on the way out it was checked out to that customer. And then uh, we know already, number one, what came back, what didn't come back. We know what we have in stock now that's available to use, so we know what our inventory is. Um, and we also know how much product our customers have consumed and how much we need to replenish them. Uh, so it'll, it, it reduces the uh, the amount of work that goes into counting, estimating, ordering, 
um, and all that stuff because now it's, it's all real data. We know, hey, I got the you know thousand soil sheets from you. I got to replenish those thousand soil sheets. Um, and then as it goes through the process, we can track what's coming through and when it's coming through based on uh, this technology. Um, towards the end of the process, when it comes to packing out orders, instead of having uh, operators go and um, take a pick list and uh, go shopping for the products that they need, we have everything coming down in one line. And as it comes down, the system scans the bundle and says, okay, this is a bundle of sheets, and customer ABC is the first in line to get those. It gets assigned to that customer, and then operators are given direction of where to put it. So the packing process becomes automated as well, and it's done to optimize based on need as opposed to you know a bunch of people running around trying to figure out where they can find uh, the products to fill that order. <laughs> right, right. You've talked a little bit about the benefits of the RFID. What other benefits are there throughout the laundry operation in terms of automation? Okay, additional additional benefits in automation is um, so you know there's over over time uh, there's been a lot of um, you know evolution in the process. There's a lot of automation in play right now, and um, the goal is to you know utilize it, maximize it, um, and try to uh, really really make the best of it. You know, currently we utilize whatever that whatever the market has for us, um, and that is um, you know material management is a key part of that. Um, material management is basically how you move your product from one station to the next to limit, um, you know, extra handling of, of a product. Uh, so, for example, um, if I walk through my process, products come in, they go into a cart dumper, cart dumper lifts up, dumps the cart on the conveyor, conveyor brings it to the operator. All the operator has to do is open up the bag, and then we can take that uh, bag and actually suck it up and automatically fill it into a baler, get it baled, very little movement, operator stays in one place, the goods come to the operator, and then they go back into conveyor, and they go back into an automatic material management system where it takes the products and then sends them to, to wash. So the products are automatically loaded onto slings, they're weighed, weight confirmed, and then it goes into the wash process. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out of the wash process, it goes again, it goes back into a sling again, and that then gets sent down to the dry process. Dryers are loaded fully automatically through a conveyor. Uh, they're unloaded again to a conveyor, back into a sling, and then sent to the folding station. And all this is done uh, with a system automatically tracking what is going through the system, utilizing the the most efficient way to uh, you know to dry it, to handle it, and then send it to the correct folding station. At the folding station, they have to feed it into the automatic folders. As automatic as the folders are, they still need some feeding. The market right now is actually starting to um, employ uh, fully automatic feeding. Oh, okay. Um, it's still it's still cutting edge. It still has its um, its challenges. It's um, while it's you know in certain products it's starting to make headway. Um, we're still a few years out of a, of a um, of a fully fully automated process on that end. Uh, one of the big challenges that that automatic process um, uh, brings with it is that you need to deal with quality control because as soon as you take all the humans out of the picture, someone needs to be able to see that garment, make sure it doesn't have a stain. So that's another I would say future pipeline thing. It's already started, but it needs to improve. Is using imaging to to identify those and um, and uh, remove them or, you know, be able to perform quality control automatically as well. At that point, products are, are uh, you know, fed into these uh, auto folders or we have a line of, let's say, a automatic feeder folder ironer, um, and then they are stacked and ready to go into, uh, uh, ready to go into packout. Now, during that process, um, we utilize RFID again to identify items and sort them accordingly or remove them from, um, uh, from the production line if they're, uh, they don't belong there. So we've actually incorporated some RFID into our folders to be able to allow them to use that data to um, and how they process uh, the goods. Okay. Um, 
currently our system, um, the way our system works is that all products after they're folded are um, put onto a single single takeaway conveyor, and then they go out to the um, to the operators. Um, at that point, we're right now in the process of um, automating the packaging part of it, uh, where the a stack of a uh, preset stack of let's say uh, uh, ten flat sheets, for example, comes down the line. Um, they get strapped, scanned, labeled, and then conveyed to the correct packing point. This is our latest and greatest. It's still in process. Oh, okay. You know, we're pretty close to rolling that out. And then at that point, um, it's loaded into um, the correct cart uh, for the customer. Our system also calculates the volume. And that we, you know, we borrowed that uh, concept from the logistics industry. Um, the system, based on what's being, what was assigned to the customer, will calculate um, when a cart is full based on the volume of the same product coming back soiled. And the goal is to fill the carts to the right to the right level that you have a very uh, balanced flow of carts coming in and carts going out and carts coming in. So that same cart is going to bring the goods clean. It's going to take goods back soiled. We want to have the precise amount of carts so we don't have to be sending empty carts back and forth. So the system calculates that volume and decides when a cart is full and then indicates that, okay, time to move on to the next cart. Um, system also calculates in advance the number of carts needed for an order so the logistics can um, uh, preempt in advance and know what, you know, what their capacity is so we can fill up the trucks um, very efficiently and we don't have too much room or the flip side we don't find out when we're loading a truck that hey we got too many carts and we need a second truck right you've talked about a lot of automation going on there and some of the listeners might be wondering what this all means to the workers in their plants so let's talk a little bit about labor what areas of a laundry operation do you think will always have to be staffed okay so um you know that's a uh that's a great question so there's one area that not only is going to always have to be staffed but it's actually going to increase is um machine uh machine technicians machine you know machine repair you know repair and, mm-hmm. and maintenance technicians engineers that's something that the more technology you have the more uh care and need f- and you know and uh you know preventive maintenance and reactive maintenance and uh you know the more TLC they need um, as they get more complex you need a higher level uh technician to you know to really work on those so that's one area that's one area that's actually going to uh, uh increase okay and that's you know and that's uh and those are higher higher skilled higher paying jobs um, so that's something that's, you know, so in, in that area, I think that's, um, it's actually one of the concerns that we have in the industry as, as the demand for those skills increases, um, you know, we're, we're, we're concerned about a skills gap. Oh, right, and, right. And having enough people, you know, having enough people to do that work. On the, um, you know, on the more, uh, more on the unskilled side though, um, we see a significant reduction in labor. You know, I do anticipate, um, of, you know, in the, uh, in the foreseeable future, um, loading and unloading carts is, going to be uh, pretty manual. Uh, you know, there is already, there is technology out there to, to fill a cart. Um, they do, they're doing it already in the logistics market. Uh, however, in laundry, um, there, there's still some challenges that are, you know, challenges to get that, that process, um, you know, fully automated, fully, fully robotic. There's still some significant challenges that need to be overcome. It's probably a number of years out. Um, the next thing that I'd like to see automated is the sorting process. So right now, um, sorting is done by hand. And, you know, what, what's considered in the industry automatic sorting is that what you do after you sort it, whether you transport it via a sling on a rail or whether you transport it via vacuum, that's the automatic part of it. But the actual sorting is done by humans. Um, they actually separate the different types of products. And um, in that process, automating that would be a huge, um, a huge game changer. Uh, the challenge to do that 
you, you know, you're dealing with, um, I would say, presentation of, of, of goods that's not consistent. So if you're sorting a, uh, you know, a solid, hard product, you can, you can, you know, train a system to identify it, separate it, and then, and then sort it. But here we're talking about something that's soft. It may be, uh, it may be wet. It uh, may be tangled up in something, and then you have to separate them. Is challenge number one, and then challenge number two is identify them. So currently, manufacturers are working on solutions to that, and they've already had some success in sorting small items. And the larger items are still, you know, still dealing with the, uh, with the challenges. They've, uh, they've, you know, I would say they've started on prototypes, but it's still, still a number of years out. Okay. Um, staging carts is, I would say, uh, you know, many in the industry feel that's still, um, gonna be, uh, manual for a long time. I, I disagree. I think that that's something that's probably coming pretty soon is the ability to, once a cart is loaded, to be able to have it automatically staged in, in its own, you know, I would say storage system similar to your uh, automatic uh, car parking system. And uh, when a truck is ready, all they got to do is punch in the uh, the route and the system will deliver the carts directly. Um, I don't know how long it'll take to have them load the truck directly, although technology-wise it shouldn't be a big challenge, but I don't see that happening um, in the near future. Um, so I would say if you look at um, look at the industry in 15 years from now, You'll probably reduce staff by seventy percent. You know, every time you know you talk about uh, uh, people talk about the automation. You know, everyone says, "Oh, what's going to happen to people? They're not going to have jobs. There'll be uh, right. an unemployment challenge." Yeah. Um, but that argument has been brought up um, time and time again over the last hundred years, and it's never proved itself. As the um, industries evolve, um, the demands and needs evolve. So yes, you'll have less people feeding, uh, you know, uh, feeding folders and, and moving around laundry. But there'll be all kinds of new jobs will be created based on that. Someone has to, uh, you know, build this equipment. Someone has to manage it. There'll be a lot of, a lot more, maybe, you know, a little more, a little more techie jobs involved. But uh, it always gets swapped out. The um, overall system seems to find all kinds of new things that we didn't have before that we need. So right. I wouldn't see that as a, as a real, as a real concern. Well, last question that I have for you is if you were speaking with another laundry and they were looking at automating their processes, automating their plant, what advice would you give them? Um, so the first thing I would say is, you know, RFID is the way to go because um, the reason is RFID um, is the, you know, answers for X. It kind of gives you the ability, the ability to automate and add all kinds of different um, process enhancements uh, that that are almost unlimited. Um, you know, it's the first step in my opinion. Uh, you know, you have the immediate results of getting the benefit of um, of inventory control and management, but there's the long term, uh, the long term gain of What's coming down the road? Because it's the, uh, it's a unique identifier that helps you, whether it's going to be the sorting process, whether it's going to be in the folding, you know, sorting pre-wash, sorting post-wash, um, identifying it and assigning it to orders. All those things by having a, a unique ID on, on each item really allows the, you know, get, opens up the, uh, the, uh, the door to so much automation that if you take that out, you really, it, it makes everything much more difficult. Okay. Well, Brian, it's been great talking with you. Thanks so much for your time here today. Always a pleasure, Matt. And thank you for listening to this episode. This is Matt Poe reminding everybody to keep it clean. The American Laundry News Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago. The music, titled Holding On, was composed by Poddington Bear and is supplied through the Free Music Archive. For more information about future podcasts, visit our website at AmericanLaundryNews.com or consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. This has been the American Laundry News Podcast.